0: Well, it came a little bit after we thought it was going to come. Mike Prefer relieved of his duties as special team coach of the Cleveland Browns. Jeff and I will talk about what that means for the new position and the new guy that we think might be coming up uh, to take that position in segment two. But we will talk about the ins and out. Was it kind of a tricky little time frame? Is it strange that he got fired after Joe Woods? We'll try to talk about all these things uh, and more in this episode of the Locked On Browns podcast.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your hosts, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, also from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, Radio on-air personality, 92.3 The Fan, Garrett Bush at GBush91. We appreciate all of you who make Lockdown Browns your first listen every single day. Whether it is on your favorite podcast app, always available, always free. Or of course, here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, notifications on. When the content drops, you're there to digest it. And if you got Roku, go ahead, search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You will find us. You'll find the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. You will get your Guardians and Cavaliers coverage as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? If so, then this is the game definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com. Or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners will get a 10 one hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on all caps in the game. Uh obviously, some Browns news um from yesterday. Um, and I think on its face, a lot of people may be a little confused, but we talked about this a lot as far as you know the Browns and the personnel changes. Yes, there's still openings on the Browns, Cleveland Browns staff. Um, but once you go through this and you know, new head coaches are hired and and guys move in and out, uh, all of a sudden, guys who are on rosters essentially maybe become available that necessarily weren't available. Mike Prefer, look, it was difficult when he was first brought here. Um, his actions and times when he was with the Minnesota Vikings, everybody you know was aware of. Um, would I say his units were great? Would I would say his units were poor? Would I say they were in the middle? They were absolutely glaring, glaring deficiencies at times that, you know, surfaced, you know, Jets week two, of course. Um, you know, Cade York, his struggles on and off. But as a special teams coach, there's only so much he can do. I mean, you put the guy in, out there, you try to get his head right. You try to get him in the right position. Uh, he's got to get his footwork right. And he's got to make the kick. I mean, you can't do it for him. Um, but then there becomes, you know, I don't want to basically spill the tea here just yet. Um, but as we mentioned, you know, guys become available who you may be held in higher regards, uh, with that, you know, now all of a sudden, well, he was unattainable six weeks ago when the season ended. Um, pre for one positive, I thought this year, you know, Jerome Ford, I thought Jerome Ford did a great job returning the ball Donovan people's Jones, you know, once Donovan's game started to excel, On the offensive side, you started to see him play a little bit more looser, a little more confident, a little bit more like the pure athlete he was when he was at Michigan, so that started to come around. But I think the ultimate here was, I mean, keep in mind, the Browns have already made one slam dunk coordinator higher this year. Certainly a possibility here to make yet another one. But, gee, I think the position was is, you know, basically how do we, you know, tell the guy in-house, you know, in so many words, we think we like somebody better. So once you're at that point, man, we're just going to go our separate ways because, you know, once I'm looking around for something else, that means I'm already willing and looking. And I don't want to necessarily just say it's an upgrade right off the bat because we don't know who this person is yet. But once you're kind of peeking over the fence, you know, the only thing to do is basically tell the guy, you know, that you're basically peeking away from, I think, uh, you know, our time together has run its course.
0: Yeah, l- l- listen, uh, when you look at what, what Prefer did this year um, and a lot of other other years, you, you look at the, you know, the kickers, you look at the per- uh, percentages of field goals made or missed. You, you One thing that I think always will put, you know, exclamation point and draw attention to certain parts of the organization that are maybe deficient is, is not being able to do the routine things. You know, onside kicks are so rare in the league that they think about putting other things into it as a comeback mechanism, <laughs> because because onside kicks happen so little in the league. And when you look at a game where the two things that cost you the Jets game, which which you could look at, spiraled the whole season out of uh, control, was coming was losing a thirteen point lead and, uh, and and under I don't know how many minutes was. I think it had to be, you know, 30, what under a minute. 13-point um, lead, all you got to do is cover the onside kick. You didn't cover the onside kick. And then your defense, the defense lets them walk down the field. So the two areas that, you know, guys were relieved of their duties was Mike Prefer, who should have been able to <laughs> tell guys to cover onside kick, and Joe Woods, who, who didn't need to play uh, shallow defense and let Joe Flacco run up and down the field. Those two things are a microcosm of why those guys are no longer here and when you look at it i think the timing was a little strange because in the beginning it was almost like they were go- they were going to be content with that it looked like they were going to say okay well let's look at, in the landscape and, and see who's available who's not available they looked around and at the time uh bubba Ventrone was not a guy who was here he was not a guy that was uh that was that looked like they were going to let him off the leash and go you know especially for lateral moves right he was a special teams co- uh, coordinator uh, out, out there in Indianapolis. We'll talk about that coming up in the second segment Um, in terms of who, what's next after Prefer. But some question the timing and saying, okay, well, if you're going to get rid of Joe Woods immediately like that, why did you not make the same decision for Mike Prefer? And B, does that give Mike Prefer a little bit of a nasty taste in his mouth? Because as a, a as a coordinator, you want the most time possible to go out and find another job, right? You know, if you were let go two, three weeks earlier, right after the season, now you can look around and you can kind of position yourself and say, okay, where's the position and where can I land? Joe Woods had that opportunity, and Joe Woods now is the defensive coordinator for the Saints. And I I mean, we can't say that it helped him because he got let go quicker or, or he, that he had more time than Prefer to find a job, but that certainly plays a role. Think about it if today, um they didn't make a decision on joe woods and all of a sudden said okay we're gonna get rid of you today I, I, it's, it's march tw- or excuse me february 22nd you know guys guys have already got jobs moved on promoted so for me i, I expected this move to come the timing was a little strange um but given the track record with the defense were in, in, in the special teams as far as the return game guys weren't really giving you what they needed in the return game donovan people's jones was serviceable and, 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 and things like that. But the onside kick game, the missed field goals, all of those things um, I, I think really came out to, to undo prefer.
1: And you know, we, we've touched on this in the past. It's very rare that you keep an NFL coaching staff together for three seasons. It's extremely rare. And the other thing is it's not necessarily a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Because that means that the people on your staff weren't worthy enough to be poached. That means maybe sometimes, you know, in years past with some of these guys, you were at a crossroads where, you know, should he stay? Should he go type of thing? And you didn't do it. Um, There's going to be some new voices in this Cleveland Browns locker room. And probably rightfully so. um, You know, we've heard Miles Garrett talk about it. We've heard others talk about it. You know, it it comes a point where, you know, if it's the same thing, it's the same guy, same the same stuff year after year after year. It's not viewed as motivational. It's not viewed as, you know, trying to critique you, to tear you down, to maybe build you up. It's just you zone out. You just don't listen to it at all. So you take nothing away from it whatsoever. Um, with the acquisition of Jim Schwartz, that's certainly going to change the thoughts of defensive players in that locker room there is going to be a change obviously with the special teams coordinator two guys interviewing today we're going to move on to that here uh, but mike prefer three year run with the cleveland browns um you know obviously a lot of people will remember him as you know the guy who technically was the on field head coach for the pittsburgh steelers playoff win um, but i don't know if this is you know one where you know they just were sure they had to move on look, there's times in your life where you make decisions and you say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do nothing about it at this point. But then maybe a month later, you know, something new factors in and all of a sudden a decision that you seemed okay with, all of a sudden you're not okay with. And that seems pretty obvious for the Cleveland Browns as two guys in today to interview for special teams coordinator. Or it could have been as simple as, you know, Coach Stefanski saying, hey, we think we want to change this, change this for what you're doing. And Mike Prefer say, well, I've been doing this for a long time. And you want to know it? Well, if you're not going to change, I got to change. We've already showed we're going to change on the defensive side of the ball. If you ain't willing to change, well, you can go try and do that somewhere else. Jeff Floyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Lockdown Browns. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and I can't tell you how much fun I had and Garrett had competing with our fellow Lockdown NFL hosts, Chris Carter of Lockdown Steelers. Chris Carter is a good, good. Locked on Steelers, Uh, but he was our locked on NFL champion. Well, now it's your turn to compete, but more on that later. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL general manager and managing your football franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. You'll manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory trying to build a dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, navigating a franchise through free agency in the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. Me, I need serious skill help. We're going to hope to accomplish that this offseason through free agency and certainly through the draft. All of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and it's playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. We've created a Locked On League for you to compete against Locked On fans all over the world. Can you be the ultimate Locked On Football GM? Choose the Locked On League in the app to join. Can you create a football dynasty? Locked on Browns listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On, all caps, in the game store. That's Locked On, all caps, so make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty t- today.
0: Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast g bush is in the building jeff is in the building we are here matter of fact we want to remind you every single time we go upload guess what you can figure out if we're uploaded not matter of fact go to go to our youtube page click the notification bell make sure you hit all so every single time that we drop a podcast you can watch that and for those who are uh you know using the the old way the regular way the the conventional way which is listening uh, on, on our downloaded podcast wherever you download your podcast continue to make locked on browns your first listen of each and every day um jeff you we we talked about mike prefer and what kind of caused him moving on um, that part was not. Um, I, I think a lot of people, if you've l- looked at the Browns, you watch the Browns play. That shouldn't come as to a shock or surprise for for what we've seen during the uh, the last season. Uh, but I will say this: you know, one of the names that that comes up uh, as a potential replacement is a guy. Now, first of all, everyone's calling him Bubba, right? It's Bubba Ventro. Now, listen, I, I gotta wait to see if, if he is hired. I gotta wait to see, you know, as a media member. I gotta wait to see what he would like to be called. Now, his mother might call him Bubba, his friends might call him Bubba, but I remember him as Raven Brown's special team ace, um, played on all the special teams. He was a guy played for the 49ers as well. Right now, he is the special teams coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. And so a lot of t- I was kind of c- not confused, but usually what happens is it, when you want to interview a coordinator, right? Teams will let you interview a person. Um, if they if there are going to get a promotion. So if you are a defensive coordinator and you're still under contract or whatever, if I'm a Browns defensive coordinator, uh, hypothetically, and I want to go for the, you know, the Miami Dolphins head coaching job, they'll say, hey, that's a, you know, that's a move uh, above. Obviously, a defensive coordinator is below a head coach. We're going to let you go over there and we're not going to hold you back because that's a great opportunity. But in this case, it is um, it's a lateral move. You're going from being a special team coordinator in Indianapolis to you're going to the special teams coordinator with um, with the Cleveland Browns. So I think there's an unwritten rule. Um, if somebody, you know, obviously in Indianapolis, they're, they're going to be coming in with a brand new coach. Right. New coach is going to come in. Uh, so, you know, I think uh, Ventrone is thinking, hey, I don't know who you guys are going to take at a, a, a head coach. I would like the courtesy to be able to go interview at a place where I'm familiar with, where they want me and I'm interested in that job. Generally speaking, nobody holds you back from doing things like that. So, um what does Raven Drone bring to the table? Well, he brings that uh special teams uh prowess. He brings the fact that he's played on special teams. He's made his his money as a special teams player. He wasn't a guy that was going to be a starter, um and he brings that attitude that special teams is a thing, right? I asked today, I talked to, uh, you know, Tybus and, and I talked to Dequell Jackson and I asked him on Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, hey, like, you know, why don't guys really, you know, draft for special teams? Why is special teams something where some teams really put an emphasis on it and other teams just feel like, okay, well, we need to cover punts and we need some bodies out there to to go, you know, return kicks. So they don't put that level of, 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 of you know, expertise, that emphasis on it. Um, and I think one of the reasons the Browns are doing this is because I think Ventron will bring that sense of urgency that special teams is not just something you just, you know, walk out. That's a part of the game and the teams that are successful in the playoffs. Look at this Skymore report, punt return, look at things like that. They give you an opportunity. So Jeff, um, your thoughts on uh, Ray Ventrone, Bubba Ventrone, whatever you want to, whatever he wants to be called. What are your thoughts of him as a top candidate for the special teams uh, coach?
1: and just so we're not remiss here Anthony Blevins currently New York Giants special teams head coach he yes. is also in today yes. now look I don't know if this the way this works is if there's a Rooney rule to be satisfied so I, I'm not positive on that yeah um so with those two being brought in today um it does seem you know you know I mean you'd have to be blind to not think that you know Raymond but ba- no he's gonna be Baba look my, my father had a dog <laughs> Big old German Shepherd named Bubba. Um, Look, first things first. Any chance you could hire a guy named Bubba and just add him to the? Look, I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's a guy, and the thing is, is with that type of, you know, Bubba Ventrone was probably a guy who was laughed at when he first started his NFL career, and then all of a sudden here's this, you know, guy undrafted out of Villanova, you know, and all of a sudden everyone keeps looking around, and he keeps making plays, and he's still sticking around, and he's still here. We're talking about a guy with a 10 year NFL career to stick in the NFL for 10 years at any position is absolutely a Herculean effort to do it as a special teamer where, Hey, sometimes, you know, the rubber meets the road money wise. And look, I ain't necessarily got the finances to pay an eight year veteran just because he's a good special teamer, you know, to get to that point in your career, then obviously you respected enough by Bill Belichick and his staff to be brought in as your assistants team, assistant special teams coach, um, to be part of the Josh McDaniels crew that went to Indianapolis, but Josh McDaniels ultimately did not. But, you know, uh, Ventrone goes there, puts his name, puts a stamp. Um, this is an opportunity where, hey, and you got to keep in mind with all these young coaches now, look, they have friends. There's a fraternity of young coaching staff you know, Bubba Ventrone is essentially an older guy in the room now with the Colts. And look, if it's, oh, it's this year, but then I might be moving on if it doesn't work out, because you probably have somebody you're waiting for him to either get freed up now by the Eagles, or maybe he'll be freed up next year. So you start looking around and, you know, if you're Bubba Ventrone, uh, obviously there's a franchise you have somewhat of a relationship with as a former player here. You get a little bit closer to home. You know, we won't hold it against Bubba that he was a Pittsburgh kid, you know, unless things go wrong, you know, and then I'm sure it'll, you know, absolutely be healthy against Bubba Ventron that he was a Pittsburgh kid. But I think you just like the fact that different type of exuberance, um, Bubba Ventron is all about this. Like this is, you know, special teams was his life in the NFL special teams is his life as far as his coaching path to this point, knows the ins and outs. He is going to take it seriously. Um, as far as you know, the players here, you know Jerome Ford, he likes returning the ball. This doesn't happen a lot anymore. A lot of special teams coaches, the balls anywhere near the end zone. Make sure, for the love of God, you don't come out. Um, but he encourages. I think the Colts were one of the few teams that returned more kicks last year uh, than the Browns actually did. He's an aggressive coach, and I think that type of skill set here, you know, when you look at Barry Stefanski, you know, now a little bit stale after their first year of getting to the playoffs. You're looking for guys who can come in and kind of light up the room and motivate and, and get the best out of your personnel. And I think Bubba Ventrone is that type of guy. And the, anytime anybody can have an issue with him and da, 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 10 years in the NFL, son, you know, you can say whatever you want. I played in this league for 10 years. So whatever you think of me, you don't, you, you want to quit. Is that the other thing I stuck around in this league for 10 years now you do that, and then come sit down and talk to me, and tell me about what I should be calling, you know, with my special teams unit.
0: Yeah, that, that's see, that's the thing. Um, th- that really that puts you at a different. Um, it puts you in a different mindset. Automatic respectability. Automatic. Automatic. He's like, listen, this is how I make. Listen, and, and he tells him, listen, if you want to, if you want to take care of your family, this is a hard way to do it, but there's a way to do it in the NFL. Some of y'all ain't gonna play. Uh, that's just reality of it. they hire new guys every year, so those rookies that come in, those guys are are vying to keep be on the ro- roster. And those rookies coming in, they've been drafted by organization. Jeff, you and I well know that that they get they're going to get the first nine, right? Because if you receivers, defensive backs, they're going to get the first nine. So Raven Troll is going to be able to preach to some of these guys and say, "Look, if you want to take care of your family, if you want to get that pension." If you want to stick around and be on these rosters year by year, this is the level of intensity that you got to play with in order to stay and stick in this league. And I did it. And so you already know what I feel like, how how we need to practice, how we need to play. So, you know, that energy is going to be automatically infectious, and it's going to be something people buy into.
1: And I got to believe, I mean, I think this is just easily going to happen. I mean, I would not be surprised if they got his word as soon tonight. They're going to go through two of these interviews. Um, I I think you don't go this far down the road, basically telling Mike Prefer for clean out everything, unless you a think he will accept and b you're pretty damn sure that this is the guy you want. So, you know, we'll see the way it plays out in the next couple of, you know, coming hours or even by tomorrow. The Browns obviously are going to have a change at the special teams coach. Tennessee Titans made some moves today, uh, moved on from a kicker, moved on from an offensive tackle, moved on from a wide receiver, freeing up some cap space. Uh, I can already see it on social media being talked about. G and I will get to that next. Mm-hmm. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest locked on Browns. Yes. G Bush. Uh follow me at G Bush91. Uh Jeff Lloyd
0: at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, you know, this is our great time of the year. We've always, I think, you know, since the beginning of the year, we've we've done uh a number of podcasts. And the number one thing that we've seen happen in that pretty at least one of our segments is it's time to get into that trade machine, free agency machines. <laughs> picking and, up other people's trash. Yeah, picking up, listen, trying to find that diamond in the rough. It, it, the Cleveland Browns are, are that guy with a Hawaiian shirt and a bucket hat and some flip flops with that old school metal detector, just scraping around some beach in San Diego, trying to find them buried treasures. So, right now, the Browns um uh, do have a limited cap, casual cap. Uh, space they have a limited uh financial flexibility have limited picks so it's, you already know we about to be extra over the top this year so taylor lewan uh, a guy who's been an all pro in this league a guy who's a, a top draft pick in this league um is is looking like he's going to be a cap casualty and they cut him loose as well as robert woods now robert woods uh would probably have more interest from browns fans and media just because he was a guy um, that looked like he was going to be the Super Bowl year. Him and Cooper Cup were having a great year. Robert Woods was a really a guy. Matt Stafford was leaning on out there in L.A. Uh, Robert Woods was really big in Sean McVay's playbook. Unfortunately, tore the ACL, um, moved on as a free agent, moved out to um, out to Tennessee. He was injured back and forth this year, did not have the quarterback play, did not have the uh, type of year he wanted to have. So, But he is a receiver that, intrigues a lot of browns fans a guy he's not he's never been a deep threat he's never been a a burner but he's a guy that can catch the football he's a guy that can give you some run after catch um not a huge target but he's caught the football this league he's a solid veteran and he'd be an upgrade from david bell or anthony schwartz or some of these other guys who are unproven right um and you know those are the type names that the browns are gonna have to look forward to or look, you try to find a little diamond in the rough to to help Deshaun Watson, Taylor Luwan. Um, from my hearing, I talked to Jay and other people. He has one of the biggest podcasts in the game, a lot of followers. Uh, it looks as if he's going to be doing the same thing me and Jeff do for a living, uh, but at a, a, a much larger level. And I add,
1: <laughs> but hey, Taylor, you, you need any help, man? We
0: love <laughs> to join. Hey, come on! He, he's doing this thing on the podcast level. He's good personality and. You know, for him, you know, line, it's a different thing. When you're talking about receivers, it's about staying in shape. You know, you have to pay the prices and staying in shape and running routes. Jeff, you know, hey, running routes, keeping yourself, being able to run routes all day, come back seven on seven, keeping your legs underneath you. When you're an offensive lineman and you're a big guy, you don't really so much worry about the running test and whether you're in shape or not. You're worried about the physical wear and tear on your body as, as you go and you're banging up front every single play. I mean, I'd have to think about it twice if I had to block Miles Garrett in these games and then come back and get you some uh, uh, of some of these elite pass rushers like J.J. Wadden. Heck, Hendrickson is a a, a, a good player for, for the Bengals. So, you know, those pass rushers can really take some years off your career and your life. So I wouldn't be surprised if he might retire. Um, but Robert Woods is an intriguing prospect. Jeff, what are your thoughts on. Um, just not, you know, the overall uh, ability moving forward or viability moving forward. But what do you think about Robert Woods as a guy that potentially could be somebody that can help the Browns?
1: Well, we're going to start here. Um, as most people know, and through social media, um, I, you know, it appears that maybe, according to Mary Kay Cabot, the Browns picking up the fifth year option on Jedrick Wills is a slam dunk. I ain't there. Not at all. Um, I still think it's to be determined. And from what the little bit I've gathered is, is the Browns think they could be trending that way, but also if free agency goes their way, they understand that can eliminate the possibility of being able to pick up Jedrick Wills fifth year option, which means he would play out, uh, this year and the Browns will see where they're at. If they end up losing him, they end up losing him. It it could be, but I, I just don't see that being set in stone. And I will say, no, that doesn't mean you're going to bring in Taylor LeJuan. No, um, Taylor Lewan. Look, and if we learned anything from Joe Thomas, what did you once he had to go through that rehab process and maintaining his body at an older age? And Joe was very, very health wise fortunate. Joe didn't have to do with some of these things. The things Taylor Lewan, I think it's thirty four games over the last three seasons, and could he maybe be you know on par with a Pat McAfee type? A Pat, you know, what I'm saying maybe. You know, I, I don't know, but it is something Taylor Lewan is dabbling in, um, so maybe there could be one more year in the sun. We'll see what happens. You know, for Taylor Lewan, Robert Woods. It's interesting because I don't think Robert Woods is going to command a lot of money. Um, he, Ted, let him walk away from twelve million dollars this year. Titans saved twelve million dollars. Um, Robert Woods was miserable, miserable with Ryan Tannehill, and with and this is the problem. With Tennessee offense is. When Tennessee, the way Tennessee wanted to win was have Derrick Henry run thirty-five, four times a game, run for two hundred. Who the hell wide receiver wants to sign up for that? Nobody wants to be a part of that. Oh, why? So I might get a play action bone once a game. Nah, <laughs> no thanks. I'm The last four games he played for the Titans, I think he had four for forty. I think he had a five for thirty-nine. No, no wide receiver wants to play in that. Um, So you tell me, you know. And look, I'm not saying David Bell is, you know, being banished. The other guys are all in tough spots. But, you know, Robert Woods, if you said it's one year, five million incentives based on how he produces, that that might be something that's really, really hard to say no to. Because, you know, you're trying to put Deshaun Watson here in the best possible situation to succeed. Deshaun will throw the ball to everybody. Jacoby Brissett, as well as he played, that was one issue Jacoby had, is if you weren't Donovan, you weren't Amari, you weren't David Njoku, man, you could have been wide open by 65 yards. And Jacoby just because he was an older, slower type of guy with his play. There wasn't times where he got to his fourth and fifth read, you know, so that's not going to be the case with Deshaun Watson. So you want to bring in a little, a little more juicier because you're dissatisfied with the progression of the kids to this point. And that would be understandable. It would be totally understandable. Robert was a name to have an eye on, you know what I'm saying? So, We'll see how it plays there, but, uh, you know, certainly some work done in Tennessee today, you know, th- this work will be coming from the Cleveland Browns too. Most of it will come in restructures. Not as many, you know, big former names leaving the building, but Tennessee Titans today are going to move on from Taylor One, and they're going to move on from Robert Woods. Um, for, so where here, we are Browns-wise, obviously, you know, the interviews are today for the special teams coordinator. It does kind of seem like, you know, Da, 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 and we're just gonna wait for somebody to say that Bubba Ventrone is gonna be named Cleveland Brown's special teams coordinator, which will make for two fantastic coordinator hires in a span of a couple of weeks here. Look, we can say these things and say they're great. What do we know to this point? None of it means a hill of beans, unless this team goes out and wins games, Garrett.
0: That's it. That's it. The only thing that matters is hey, we 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 like the hires. You usually, generally speaking, nobody says, Oh, I hate that hire. It's the worst hire I've ever seen. G. Bush. Usually, people say, usually people say when they get new people in, they win the press conference, They they get the new hire in. Guess what, man? It works well, but they got to go out and do it, man. Um, I, I'm interested in seeing, um, the translation to it now. Hey, look, the the front office is they you know got the hires. They got a the couple of the bigger names I would say out here in in the, the coaching swaps. Schwartz and Ventron are well respected loved high regard around the league now it's time to get some of these players now you got to have you got to have a splash somewhere you got to splash some free agency you, you got to trade up your sleeve do you hit a home run in your scouting department now we're set up we're set up now where we're talking about the free agent but guess what three weeks away not too far away three weeks we look at a free agency guys are trying to get to the combine There's going to be some names falling, some names dropping, um, and we'll be here to report all of it, uh, giving you the best Browns content on the internet. He is
1: Garrett Bush, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. On-air personality, 92.3 The Fan, Barbershop every Saturday morning, Garrett Bush at G Bush 91 Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, the show at Lockdown Browns. We appreciate you all for making Lockdown Browns your first listen every single day. Whether it's for free on your favorite podcast app, of course, here on YouTube, make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you have your notifications on so when the new content drops, You guys are there to consume it. And you got Roku. Go ahead. Search locked on Cleveland sports. You will find us, of course, the ultimate Cleveland sports show. You'll get your cards. I mean, your guardians and your Cavaliers coverage as well. Mike Prefer out. We will see who's coming in. A couple of cast offs from Tennessee. Could they possibly put the Cleveland Browns? We got to a bunch to it today. This has been your daily delivery of all things. Dog pound LGB on ELOB. Let's go Browns.